program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. I muted you again? Yeah. How do you do that? It's, are you doing it on purpose? Yeah. Okay. Make it work. All right. Well, what we are, it's all about. We are here on a lovely Tuesday um, as everybody is preparing for a hurricane. And obviously the big story of the day is Florida's game has been pushed back to Sunday. And um, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Sunday at noon. Again, you won't be able to watch it on TV unless you get streaming systems plus ESPN plus SEC network plus I will be able to watch it I'm thinking about going though just to get out of the house because I got a feeling after about four days of this because yeah be ready to ready yeah. to do it yeah but, it'll be interesting what 1933 or something like that was the last time they played on a Sunday they did and it was uh, and, and in 1927 they played back to back games on Sunday oh wow one in Tampa and one in Gainesville, but yeah, 1933. Appreciate Steve McLean looking that up because I was getting, I was looking it up, trying to figure it out. Because you got to look at the, the dates and find out what that date was on that year. You know, yeah, takes forever. I, I was in the middle of it, and and somebody tweeted it out, and uh, that McLean had said that that he had looked it up. So thanks, Steve, because you saved me a lot of work. But yeah, it would have been annoying. It was already probably got annoying. some intern to do it. Well, there were, I, I just went back and looked at a lot of the games that were changed from hurricanes and stuff like that first mm-hmm. and went through them all and there was none. But, what, you know, it's weird that they would play a, even back in those days since Sunday. But, again, how much tailgating was there in 1933? Not in their suits. Yeah, but it's also the stadium, what, what they see about 15,000 then. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that much. Was That, that was after – because it used to be at Fleming Field. Which you you know is the north end zone parking yes. lot. That used to be where the games were played. And when I was in school, there used to be racquetball courts right there. There were, yes. Which is crazy. I played racquetball there. Did before. you really? Yeah. Nice. Racquetball and handball. There, it was a big deal. I don't I, I don't know why they get rid of them, but they did. So we will. Um, that that is a cruel joke. I'm not even going to say it. I just saw on Twitter. There's some guys, this will be their one chance to play on Sunday. <laughs> Very I, true. I can think of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the interesting part is now at all the tailgating, there'll be smack talk going on about fantasy. Be like, hey, don't forget to do your fantasy football starters today. No, won't which be. that never happens. That won't be. Yes, there will. Oh, yeah. In the ta- at the tailgates? Yeah. Everybody will be talking smack be to each pretty other. Pretty low-key tailgates. On a Sunday morning? What do you? Yeah, Sunday morning. Uh, what do you think the crowd's going to be for this game? Sixty. I think that's that may be high, but it it may be that may be about right. 
I think it would have been about 65 or 70 without this, you know. No. People weren't going to fill that stadium for Eastern Washington? 80 a at new least. game? Why not? You, there's not? you don't only get to go to a few of these. Well, not no, not according because of the SEC's lazy scheduling. Florida gets to play six of their seven first seven games at home, so you get to go to them all the time, and then you're done, right? Pretty that, much. That's what I mean. So there's not many left. Yeah, you're already three down. You only got three to go, four to go, right? Three. Three. That's it. Yeah. So it's uh, three consecutive. Missouri, LSU, and then later in the year they play South Carolina at home. But their last. Five games, four of them are not here, mm-hmm. which is just lazy scheduling again. I I, I, am, I get so frustrated with the schedule every year when it comes out. I go, why didn't why isn't this thought through? You know, I still think it is. Today was the first day of uh, real basketball playing with Florida men's basketball team. So Todd yeah. Golden was out there chatting with the media, and apparently Colin Castleton made six threes in a row. So everybody's freaking out. About that he's going to be a three-point shooter now. Well, that's what they I, – I, last year that was kind of the enticement to come back for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to let you take some threes, and I don't think he made – did he make one? Yeah. Uh, maybe one, but he didn't make many. He didn't shoot many, though. Um, but, yeah, he was stroking it pretty good today, and he's gained a bunch of weight. He's up to 247. Thinks he can be more physical there. I think I, me and him are going to pass in the night on our weights. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's my goal. Him up, you down? Yeah. I'm going to go past him the other way. Um, And look, I mean, we're all watching this and curious to see what happens. But um, it's uh, – I, I just – it just feels like this could be really disastrous especially for that Bay Area. Now, it changed course a little bit. It's going to make them in s- south of Tampa. And s- but, again, there are people that live south of Tampa that are going to get – and that, the, the problem you have, the biggest problem you have is you add in rain, um, um, immense amounts of rains with storm surge. And that Yeah, Bay, to me, I think that's going to be the worst of the – Yeah. What happens because, you know, Santa Fe River is already top of where it can be and – the flooding is where you potentially would have the problems. And, you know, now going out to 39th past Meadowbrook there, that's going to oh, be God. ridiculous. It, well, the last time a hurricane went through here, and I can't remember, I don't, I think it was the year after we had the golf tournament out there at Meadowbrook. Because, I, well, so what year did Ironwood redo the fairways and you guys couldn't host the tournament? 12. No. That long ago? 2012 is what you're saying. Ten years ago, you redid the fairways. No, those greens. You said yeah. fairways? Yeah. Yeah, it was five years ago. Five years ago. So I can't remember what hurricane blew through here, but it was a hurricane. And I went out there, and literally there's a weather vane on top of on top of a, a building on or a little shack on the – so it would be one, two, three, four, five, fifth tee. It was – completely underwater except the little top of it was sticking out so it was like nine feet of water there so hey we'll see what happens i mean look it's um everybody's got to be safe and and i tell you what gainesville right now is crazy and makes me think what in the world is going on in places like tampa and clearwater and st pete and 
where but in Gainesville, I mean, it's hard to drive around here right now. There's so many people in town because they're coming, they're escaping. And I can tell you, stay off 34th going north because you cannot go anywhere. It's a mm. it's a parking lot. Uh, going south is not that great either. So I'm just going to stay off 34th There you go for a couple days. It's a way to do it. Well, don't stay off your phones. Call us if you would like to chat, 392-8255. Let's get uh, Stephen to kick things off today. Stephen, what's up? Welcome. Hey, guys. Thank you. Um, hope everybody stays safe. Um, do you know what your schedule is for the rest of the week? We're trying to determine that still. We, I know we're not going to have a show Thursday. That's definite. Okay. Yeah, that's the uh, the day the storm's going through. Um, and then still be determined on school and what's going on as far as UF and stuff to be able to get here um, on Friday. If, if you have one Friday, is it going to be at the Hilton? It would be, yep. Okay, good. Okay, well, once again, everybody stay safe. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate that. Yep. So I, I know Steve will do a show tomorrow. Um, we are still figuring out what to do with that. And then nobody's doing shows Thursday. Steve will not do a show Friday. And we are still to be determined on Friday. But we'll, uh, we'll put it on social media or try to let everybody know if you want to listen. Because I think maybe by Friday afternoon, we're just ready to get out and do something different. But if there's no power anywhere, then... That would be tough too. I think that's that's the thing I'm more more concerned about than anything else is you know, the the loss of power and then you know it gets really hot in your house and you can't run any water and a lot of different things going on. So that's that's the rough part about living in the co- yeah. country. Well, I bet we've been lucky. We we lost power during that last. Remember the Zook era? Mm-hmm. We had four and one one uh, summer and fall canceled one game, post, postponed one game, and we lost power for about. 50 minutes and that was it Jeez. but poor Robbie I, that year he had a tree he was living in a and over by the duck pond and he was out I think nine or ten days no no power you can't watch TV and you can't it's just and obviously um, ice and water and everything Karen went out and got the water there this morning very early went to Publix got water got us some food so we'll be we'll be okay but you, you know it's obviously you know it's like Hurricanes are fascinating to watch, and and uh, you know I've been on watching the Weather Channel nonstop today. But and sometimes you forget just how dangerous they are. And they, this one looks like a real dangerous one, so we'll see. Let's get uh, John to join us next. John, what's up? Welcome. Hey guys, thanks a bunch. Uh, just wanted to comment about the Gators. I really thought they turned the corner in this last game. Uh, I know the defense was struggling a little bit, but. I'm just really proud of the guys, proud of AR for hanging in there and go Gators. Yeah, and that's that's actually a word that Napier used right after the game, and I, and I thought that was good. He, he said proud a, a couple of times, just like you did, John. And I think he he's starting to, I, at least or at least the message that he is giving is starting to resonate inside that locker room, and I, and I think that's really cool because you know it, obviously it sucked to lose that game, but a lot of the guys in there were. I mean, they they were they were fine. They were they were pissed off, and that meant that hey, man, we we could have won that game, and we're going to come out the next week, which is obviously this week against a lesser opponent, should win that one. But the next one after that, like I just think there's a purpose to these guys now, and they're playing really really hard for them, and it's been fun to watch. Is he gone? No, okay, he dropped. All right, so apparently there's been a clerical 
problem here with the <laughs> previous Sunday games. Mm-hmm. They w- those weren't Sunday games. Oh really? They just had the date wrong in the media guide. Yeah. But I looked up to make sure they were Sunday games, and they were. And in fact, like I mentioned earlier, I think I think they got confused because there was in twenty seven. I did not cover that game, just so you know. Um, they played back-to-back games, but they were both on Saturdays. But the previous week, there was a Friday game, and I think that's where they got confused. But there's been one Sunday game in Florida history. Now, this is this is the latest stats coming out of UF, okay? And that was the Sun Bowl in 1977. I remember watching the game on TV. They got destroyed by Texas A&M. Jeez. But it wasn't a very good Florida team. Amazingly, they went to a bowl game. They were they were they had good players. They just didn't have enough of. It's kind of like now. Yeah. So the year before I was born, it's the last time they played on a Sunday. Yeah. Cool. So no, this will be the first ever then home game on mm-hmm. a Sunday, right? It would be if that's now right. I don't. I don't, I don't even know whether to quote it. I'm glad I didn't put it in my. I did a thing for uh, Gators Wire, which I do every Tuesday on uh, the. 12 things to know about the opponent. That was, that was a reach on Eastern Washington, I can tell you that. About. And you know that, so I'm looking at their defensive stats, and they go, defensive stats only reflect games against FCS teams. I'm like, well, yeah, you lost 70-14 to 14 to Oregon. That's why they do. You just eliminate those. We, that has never happened. Don't count as bad. All right, we'll get a break. 392-8255 if you want to join us. It is a Tuesday, Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talia Baya. Tonight in the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will be traveling to play the Cleveland Guardians to start their three-game series. The Rays currently hold a 84 to 69 record, while the Guardians are 86 to 67. Tune in right here at 6 p.m. for live coverage. The Florida football team announced today that the Florida and Eastern Washington game scheduled for Saturday has been officially moved to Sunday, October 2nd due to Hurricane Ian. The Tampa Bay Bucks also just released that they will be playing at the Miami Dolphins practice facility due to Florida's oncoming storm. Lastly, in high school sports, Gainesville High School football will be playing tonight against Menendez. Kickoff is set for six. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baya. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! 
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established. And since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. Duels and Dozo here with you. Happy uh, Tuesday. As we continue to talk about a game that is now a little bit later on a Sunday for the first time since now, 1977, apparently, as things have uh, changed a little bit. But that's all right. It's, uh, it's good to at least have the football game. And obviously, University of Florida had long discussions with a lot of different people around and made sure that the opponent could get here safely, for one, and then everybody yeah, else that, is going to be safe. That's the thing. They weren't going to fly down here and land in a hurricane. Cause in yeah, theory, they going to land on a Friday. Friday is yeah, gonna, was going to be a problem. Uh, Could have been a problem. But, yeah, they didn't want to do that. So, I, It's funny because when you think about it, those um, those that those players coming down here, they were ready to come down here in 2020. But COVID, so they couldn't do that. Now they're ready. Okay, we're coming back. Well, and I mean, for a school McElwain like that, open. <laughs> it's really cool to come say oh, yeah. you played in the swamp, you played against an SEC opponent. And, you know, I mean, I they never they, have. Yeah. I know. I think a lot of those kids would be really, really excited to come, and they would have been extremely disappointed to not be able to be a part of this game. It's an interesting uh, roster. I went to it. Um, all their players are from the West Coast. West mm-hmm. Coast. I mean, there's not like one player from Florida or one player from Louisiana. There's none, zero. Um, most of them are California, Oregon, uh, Washington. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, it's Idaho. What? Well, Utah. They, they got two players from British Columbia. That's cool. 
And and for those that don't know, FCS schools play by different rules, scholarship-wise. We all know that yep. the Gators get 85 scholarships. FCS schools get 63 scholarships. And they can actually divide them up like you do in baseball, like with the 11.7. So let's just say Dooley's the backup tight end. You could play tight end, or you have a tight end. Which one? Neither of the both. Then he might get 70% scholarship. But because I'm the stud quarterback, I'll be on 95% scholarship. Kind of like baseball. Yeah. What did Wilkerson get? He's the highest, I believe. It was like 80 80 or 85 is what he got. I remember uh, we were talking about this Friday at the golf course um, when – because we were talking about Charlie Woods, you know. Yeah. Who knows? (laughs) But we were talking about uh, Florida almost didn't get Robert Floyd because Raymond Floyd goes, wait a minute, my son's not getting a full scholarship? Well, no, we we only have so many. we got to at least cut a little bit off so we can give Billy Horschel books, yeah. you know, for example. I think that's what he got. Mm-hmm. But, he, yeah, but it wasn't that he didn't have the money. It was the indignation that you right. wouldn't give my son a full, full scholarship. Yeah. So anyway, so that's how it works for those that don't know. And we'll get back to the phones. David joins us next. David, what's up? Hey, Jeff. Hey, Pat. So, a couple things. So, Pat, you were talking about a little Fleming Field and the racquetball courts there. I remember them well. Uh, as a freshman in 1973, I was a hotshot freshman tennis player. I went up to UF, and you remember, we used to be on the quarter system. We had to take phys ed as an as a elective requirement, and I took racquetball. I had a coach by the name of P.A. Lee. Oh, no way. I knew P.A. Lee. That's awesome. I'll never forget him because he was a gem of a man. You know, those coaches back then, they used to not only have to teach P.E., but they had they they all coached and were assistant coaches in a bunch of other sports. Mm -hmm. And P.A., he would get on the court, and he targeted me. He pulled me out. We played each other. And he would just hit the ball and run me ragged back and forth and left and right. He was old. He was old back then, and he. Uh, well, he was old when I went to school, and because I, I had a, I think it was a basketball class, a one-hour yeah, class in he, basketball. And he taught that. I took him a second time for basketball. I probably shot him like that. But I, uh, I, um, uh, he would just run me back and forth and then hit a kill shot when he could see my tongue was hanging down. It was great though, back in those days. But anyway, I wanted to mention the hurricane stuff. Uh, I'm hoping they still have to cancel this game or re- or re- postpone it because I can't be there. I got an event on Sunday that I got to be at. But what bugs me even more is that the coverage of it digitally on TV, it's only going to be on the plus stations. And I know you're an ESPN affiliate, but to think that you can't be on the new or two, they ain't got anything going on Sunday that they couldn't do to cover the game. So they have to go to basically with the pay network. Um, for um, a lot of add-ons for even more money for the you know, you know, higher racks on Orlando. And uh, I think that's things that I hope Scott would begin to start to fight for, not coverage on that, but on other kinds of regular cable uh, coverage stuff. Any thoughts there? Yeah, well, the number one the thought is the NFL is, even though the ESPN is not carrying NFL games, they're covering right. the NFL that day. Yeah, they're not going to not going to compete with that. Yeah, the NFL's uh, king. ESPNU, not they, ESPNU. They, believe me, they'll be cover, they'll be stuff 
about the NFL on ESPNU. And, and it, maybe it would be different if it was Florida, Tennessee, which was actually oh, yeah. the highest watched game in the country. It was, yeah. But it's it, it's the opponent, so there's really no need. There's not much care, and it, 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 for them, it's not going to be a, a revenue generator by having that yeah. game on TV. It'd be a bigger game than what they're going to cover on the, you or on uh, on what on two. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would think so. But then they, that's why they have all these other the plus services and everything else, and. I think yeah, course, them and their cockiness feel that a lot of people in the country have that anyway. I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you guys are great. I think uh, it'll be a good chance to play some younger guys. Yeah. Um, but not, I don't think we should just go benching our seniors and guys that, you know, killed us and stuff. They, they've earned themselves probably some less playing time, but they, uh, they still deserve to start if they're the best player in practice and, Get those other guys worked in there as best we can and begin to see what it's going to look like down the road. I think some of them are going to be good. Yep, and I, I think he'll treat it that way as well. Good, good. All right, David, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know the, all the reasons why the game is not being shown on other channels, but um, it may have to do with um, what ESPN wants to do because they probably don't want to show the game. You know, in terms of uh, the manpower they have to put into it. Now, the game is being broadcast, mm-hmm. but it is kind of weird that they couldn't stick it on one of those channels. But I, I think the because he, look the NFL as much as we all love college football, it pales in comparison to the NFL. Yeah, especially and, this game. Yeah, well, especially this game. Yeah, but even if even any other game, five point eight million was what watched Florida Tennessee. More people probably watched the Panthers and. Uh, Saints last week because things that like you, people like you who are so involved in fantasy football not Or me. you just want to watch Jameis Winston because you love him so much. That was the only reason to watch that game. <laughs> just to see him totally collapse. Which, which is I always knew, a good which thing. Which I knew he would. Let's get to Ryan next. What's up, Rhino? Howdy, gentlemen. Howdy. I'll tell you what everybody needs to do is just I can turn on some NFL games. Put it on mute and listen to the new voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly and Shane Matthews, like I do every week anyway. And just, you know, take it in like that. Sounds good to me. Best way to do it. I was going to say we, uh, you know, we turned the, put the Braves on and put it on mute, but I think they're pretty much, they're like them and the Mets, you know, start up Friday night. So they're on like Fox and ESPN and MLB all weekend. They're the premier matchup, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, down eight games down and you got one one game to go basically to figure it all out so that's definitely the biggest matchup i think uh left going into the weekend by the way i gave jeff this stat before we went came on the air that i read today the braves are eight games away from becoming the first team in baseball history to go a full season without a sacrifice bunt i would lay one down the last game yeah, just just, to just for the heck not of be it. a part of history I can't imagine what. Although Michael Harris does have a bunt single this year, so he knows how to bunt. Yeah, <laughs> mm, not something they do often. Hey, before I, I was going to talk a little baseball, but uh, one thing I, I yesterday was a crazy day work wise, dealing with all this hurricane mess coming up. So I pretty much missed the whole show. Going to have to listen to the re-air. So uh, I can pretty much imagine what most folks were saying. Sort of, you know, defensive effort, yada yada. Tennessee's a good offense and whatever, but. I tell you what, it was funny to me, and it was more from just a fan perspective. Um, 
seeing some of the the pregame stuff with some of the signs. One of them said, feels like 98. Of course, that was, you know, a Tennessee fan, and I thought that she looks like about a 20-year-old girl, and she wasn't even alive, and she was holding that up. But you know how bad you've been beaten by a program when you're holding up signs that say, feels like 98, and you're just hoping, hoping for that again. And then even though they got the last laugh, I love the fact that right there at the end, we were dang sure making them nervous and making them sweat. They were like, crap, here we go again, because I've got a – pretty good friend that's a Tennessee fan and uh, he on uh, Friday night all he could talk about was the heave the cleave and the Callaway and all the different ways that we find a way to beat them and uh, I know it was here we go again for him for briefly there so uh, kind of enjoyed that for a minute even though had, in the end they did get us yeah no I mean that was um, it, it's been I, I, I think when you go through it year by year you don't think of it as in its entirety you know until you all of a sudden the game comes up again, you start thinking about it and you start doing the math and everything and, and remembering great great plays. But no, I mean, you know, blind squirrel finds an acorn every once in a while. That's right. Yep. So uh anyway, that was pretty much, you know, I mean not a whole lot more of analysis to take from it than that. I mean, you could go through all the the little you know, I know you talked about it, Pat, on your podcast. I'm sure yesterday it was a big subject about, you know, when he went for two and, you know, we should have just been not chasing points of that you know, then he explained it in his theory and I don't agree, but you know, I'm not the coach obviously, but, um, but like I said, other than that, uh, you know, pretty, I think what we saw out of Anthony was definitely promising. So Yeah. That's, that has to be the most encouraging out of all of it, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I think the, the best part to me was just the energy and the difference and the want to play the game. Like you just didn't see that with him the the last couple of games. There was just he was just lost. He wasn't there. There wasn't like a like a care to be. It seemed like the quarterback of the University of Florida, and he showed up and he flipped the switch. And Napier said that exactly those words. Right. So I'm not trying to throw anything into his mouth. Like he changed, and Napier saw it, and and I saw it. We we talked about it pregame watching him as the, as they were all warming up. He came out. He was dancing around. He had a little different energy to him. And you just felt like he was going to play well. And he got involved early, and obviously they had a great plan for him. Tennessee couldn't stop Florida either, but the Gators right. just never got that stop. And that, that one stop would have been the, the big one on the third and 10 on the 99-yard drive before the half. If the Gators get it there, the, the game is probably different. And then obviously the fumble that he had, which he was his worst play of the game. He just didn't follow the blockers right. But other than that, the guy was legit and – if he continues to be that quarterback, the Gators are going to be a lot of games this year. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously there wasn't – we won't see probably more, you know, a larger or more hostile crowd than that. And, and you know, if, honestly, I mean, a lot of things can happen still, but for the most part that seemed like if you had any chance in the SEC East, you really had to get that one. You mm-hmm. know, and we know George is still going to – so, I mean, meaningful-wise, I don't think it will get any bigger than that game. But, if, man, if he can keep progressing like that, then, yeah, I think we we got good things to come. But – uh did want to touch on baseball for a minute, Pat. I know I kind of rubbed you the other day with the, uh, the stat from the 1880s, but uh, so when uh, Charlie Morton he went over 200 Ks on Sunday, and uh, uh, him and Strider now for the first time since 1886 are a pair of Braves have gone over 200 Ks in the season, which is kind of hard to believe with some of the good pitchers we've had over the years. But uh, old uh, old Hoss Radburn back in 1886, man, I know you probably enjoyed covering him. No, I don't think i have ever heard that name before you don't recall that Haas. But it, you know obviously maddox you know maddox wasn't like a strikeout dude but he was just so nasty he ended up with, but it was i was shocked to find out that 
through those through those years of the '90s and the, even the 2000s, that with all the pitch, good pitching staff we've had for basically the last two decades, that yeah, they didn't get the. Uh, I, no, I thought the same thing, Ryan. But then I thought about that as well. I was like, well, Maddox wasn't really necessarily a strikeout pitcher. Certainly, Glavin wasn't. The only one of that group was was Smoltz. Yeah, and it's just yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. don't you don't throw 78 pitch complete games and strike out a lot of guys no. like Maddox was doing. No, so exactly. that's why the strikeouts weren't there. Well, it's funny you know, mention that because during the rainout Sunday, which did you see that they they wanted so desperately mm-hmm. for that to be an official game in the fifth, they were out there in a freaking monsoon. Yeah, and Marshall's up the plate. He's looking at um, like even though he's on the, the they're in the lead right now, he's looking at him like, bro, what are we doing? Are we calling this thing or not? And they wait till the field was just drenched. I mean, you know the the field crowd would be pissed yep. at the way they did them like that. But they were trying so hard, and I'm glad they didn't because we, you know, they probably don't restart it, and we probably lose it. But, um, but yeah, they uh, – oh, shoot, I got off on the darn rain thing. Um, what the heck, what was I talking about? I don't Tell know. Jeff, I don't either. I was talking about the daggum. It was Sunday, but uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. You know, you know me, my <laughs> brain going all over the place. But – it had something to do with that. Uh, anyway, I lost it. That's all right. We'll forgive you, Ryan, and we'll talk yeah, to you soon. It was, oh, yeah, I dead gum it. It was. It was. Uh, hey, it was going to be great. We'll put it that way. That's right. Yeah. Always it's, is. It's going to be as good as uh, Tennessee Mike. All the great points you make. <laughs> all right, Ryan. Appreciate I'm, you. I'm waiting for the all first. Right, one. Hey, y'all be safe, man. Yeah, we'll you too. Talk to you later. All right, we need a break, so let's knock it out, and we'll come back and get more of your great phone calls on our Titan. MRI Hotline, you're listening to The Tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. We know it's been hot as heck outside, and the Gainesville summers certainly make you sweat. But I've got some fantastic news for you weather-wise. Folks, it's about to get even hotter. Now, don't worry. That's a good thing, because prices are sizzling at Oaks Jewelry throughout the month of August. In fact, it is their lowest prices of the year. With fashion jewelry and sterling silver, 40% off. Earrings, rings, necklaces, gemstone jewelry, and diamond earrings, 30% off. And fellas, guess what? You can get 20% off engagement rings all month long it's a perfect time to ask that perfect question and there's no question that oaks jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs locally owned and operated they've been making gainesville sparkle for more than 30 years so stop by today say hey and walk away with the best gift in town the barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. And my wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We continue to monitor Hurricane Ian in the Storm Center. A tropical storm watch is in effect from Gainesville northward. A tropical storm warning in effect for the Nature Coast, east to Marion County, and northeastward toward the First Coast. Cloudy skies tonight, increasing wind gusts tomorrow, and an increasing chance for passing showers and storms. Then Ian's rain shield should move through our area Thursday into Friday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. If Saquon stays healthy, here comes an outrageous prediction. Ready? 2,500 all-purpose yards. They don't have a very good quarterback, but but he's better than what Saquon had. They've improved the offensive line. He could have 2,500 all-purpose yards this season. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right. We are back. And, uh, by the way, Florida's soccer team also has changed their schedule. They will be now playing on Thursday because they're playing at Columbia, South Carolina. Um, so, and, of course, South Carolina is also going to be playing a football game at night against, I think it's South Carolina State. They moved that game up. You know, the interesting thing is, we haven't talked about this yet, is is there any trepidation that Florida's going to have a day less to get ready for Missouri? But, yeah, I'm... No. You just kind of change the schedule around and make it work. Yeah, it'll be fine. I know that, for example, Shane Beamer reached out to the Dolphins because they have a short week this week and said, "What? how do you guys prepare differently? Because for a guy like him who all of a sudden finds out on Tuesday that they're playing on Thursday, you've got to kind of – I guess it was Monday they found out they were playing on, on Thursday. You've got to kind of change everything up. So that was, that's interesting that he reached out to them. It's working. Dolphins are 3-0. It has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it means they know how to prepare. 
Sure it does. This year they do. Exactly. <laughs> Bill joins us next. Hey, Bill. Greetings from Nashville, fellas. How Greetings. Hey, a um, couple of things. Uh, I happened to be at the uh, UT Florida game Spurrier's first year, the 45-3 to debacle. And uh, we ended up finishing the year pretty well that year, as I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started we started really well and uh, and ended really well. But as I was watching this game in the fourth quarter from the friendly confines of my living room, um, I was reminded that you know sometimes the more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, when Billy decided in the fourth quarter, when Billy decided to go for on that fourth and two and throws the go route to shorter, I was just, I, I mean, I was blown away by that. You know, it reminded me um, of a coach that I would put maybe 1A, 1B as far as all time coaching legends, Jimmy Johnson uh, at Miami. Pat, you remember those times when he's playing Notre Dame or he's playing Florida State? It's late in the game, it's fourth and short, and he throws one to the end zone. Yeah, and that's what that's what uh, FSU. You know, they totally had cojones as big as church bells under Baldwin the early part of their time because they would say, "We'll play anybody anywhere, and we'll run a we'll run a fumble ruski, and we'll do all these other things." Uh, sometimes you got to do that. I don't I don't disagree with ninety nine percent of what Billy Napier did on to get that team ready and to and to get them ready. I just don't agree with the two point conversion. Well, We'll agree to disagree, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and, of course, it's a different day. These guys have got their little iPads up there looking at percentages. Uh, it's a completely different day. But then we get late, later into the fourth quarter, and they almost Phil Former-esque, Johnny Major-esque, Eiffel shuts down the offense. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, you guys, you know, are up 38-21, to 21, and you're just going to shut it down. You've been passing up and down, you know, the field or the yard. We have you haven't punted yet, mm-hmm. but you're just going to shut it down. And it, I just, I mean, I was taken back to the mid '90s and thinking, you know what? We lost today, but if these two coaches coach for the next five, seven years against each other, where they did today, I feel real good about our team. Yeah, the way it goes. No, I, I thought the same thing, Bill. And I guess it was about eight, it was after the Richardson fumble and Tennessee was going down, and they. That's when they scored the the touchdown, but they they really slowed it down and they started to eat like just obviously allow the clock to go. And I know that's what he was thinking, but I thought the same thing. Just go run your offense. We haven't stopped them yet, so you're just going to keep scoring and scoring. Like that makes no yeah. sense to well, then yeah, start so running the football. I was kind of glad they were running the football because I'm like, just just get this game over with. It's it's yeah, over. you thought it was over. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, over. Exactly. All they needed to do was get in field goal range right there. That's all they needed to do. Yeah, and he and, shut it down. Uh, and they just completely shut it down. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm as happy now after this loss uh, as I was the day that I heard we hired Bill and Napier. And I think from just listening to folks that have been calling in, there's a lot of other people that even though we lost this battle, feels like we're going to win the war. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great way to put it. I mean, the, the foundation's being laid and – Certainly the way that he's coaching and the way that these guys are starting to buy into it is, is pretty cool to see. Yep. Enjoy, you guys. Yep. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate that. From Nashville. I'd like to be in Nashville right now. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you can go to the Swamp tomorrow and join yeah. their hurricane party. We are having one tomorrow. So if you're, uh, if you're off school tomorrow or you're just hanging out all day long, Swamp's got some uh, – 
some good deals rolling around. The Swamp Restaurant, that is. They have... Yeah, you can't go to the actual swamp yes, and get any, and get any fireball shots. $5 Hurricanes or $20 Hurricane Buckets and $5 Bud and Ball. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Bud, bud and a fireball, right? Yep. Hmm. Fireball. Sounds good. Hey, you know what today the anniv- is the anniversary go? of? No. Do you know what today is the anniversary? I'm, I'm just... I got things to do tomorrow. Um... Let's see. The, it was the anniversary of the I'm a man. I'm 40 the other day. Yep. So this, this was a this was a better podium podium uh, interview. Not the speech. Yeah. Really. 14 years. Really. I go today. Hmm. Interesting. No no player has ever worked as hard. No player has ever pushed his team as hard. God bless. And I mean I. It's not admitting anything, but I was the best man in a wedding that day of a Florida State fan. So that is the only game that I've missed since 1996. What happened? We lost. lost. My fault. Now, they have lost 10 of the last 12 SEC games. And I've been there for all all, those. So you can't say you were a jinx in that game. Right. Just just that day. Yeah, it was a weird game. The whole game was weird. Because you're thinking Florida's going to steamroll them. And then they hit like all these plays and they had a bomb. It was kind of like the uh, Tennessee game where somebody blew a coverage and they got behind him and Tebow had a fumble, you know, and um, didn't get fourth down. I always, I've always said, and you, you and I disagree on this, that the speech was a little, the speech motivated Tebow. I'm not sure it motivated that many other people. I think the players like, okay, whatever. We don't, we don't even know about it. You know, and I've talked to players who said, "Yeah, it wasn't that big a deal to us, but it was a bigger deal that we knew we couldn't lose another game." Yeah, I mean, they they didn't know about it because they're not going into the press conference right. and they're not listening to interviews. And I mean, more often than not, the players are not even paying attention to any of that. They're not watching the clips that. No, but I think is it, out there. it got Tebow motivated himself. Yeah, but I also think Tebow in the locker room, obviously they didn't hear it, but he still went around with that mindset and made sure that they were into every little thing that they were doing. Yeah, no, there's no doubt so. about it. I mean, it, it um, you know, there's a plaque out front. A what? A plaque. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that there is. What do you think I said? I thought you said there's a blackout. Well, it could be one pretty soon. Pretty soon. Uh, to go get all those uh, button balls at the uh, swamp. That could happen. All right, need one final break. We'll wrap up the first hour and then... Come back with plenty more. We're here all the way until 6 o'clock. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talibaya. The Florida football team just announced the game Saturday has officially been moved to Sunday, October 2nd. You can catch Florida and Eastern Washington duke it out in the swamp at noon. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will be starting their three-game series against the Cleveland Guardians tonight. Tune in right here at 6 for live coverage. High school football has been mixed around due to Hurricane Ian. This has resulted in Gainesville going against Menendez tonight at 6. P.K. Young in Santa Fe has also been moved tonight at 7. Moving back to the Gators, the soccer team will be heading to Columbia this Thursday to take on the South Carolina Gamecocks at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baya.
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Nothing runs like a... Nothing runs like a... Uh, I need a Kubota. Get into Florida Coast Equipment today. Your Florida Kubota dealer. We have equipment you can depend on. And people you can trust. We have the best deals in the state on Kubota tractors, Kubota mowers, Kubota utility vehicles, and Kubota construction equipment. Our family has been Florida's premier Kubota dealership for over 30 years. So whether you're buying, renting, or simply need your Kubota service, come into any of our 10 Florida locations. Equipment you can depend on. And a price you'll love. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner, Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee to you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC at Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football, Big Ten foes collide in Iowa City as the Iowa Hawkeyes host the fourth-ranked Michigan Wolverines. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Steve Berline and me for all the action as the dominant running attack of Blake Corum and Michigan look to remain perfect against Jack Campbell and the vaunted Hawkeye defense. It's Michigan and Iowa. If it's college football, it's right here. Coverage starts Saturday at noon right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, just a few minutes left in this hour, and we'll be back with another jam-packed hour. Uh, it's interesting that Dave Clawson, the coach at Wake, is saying, look, uh, if we don't think it's safe going to Tallahassee, this we're not going. And um, 
I would I would never say that because I don't want my players to think we may not be playing a game that they have to now go practice to play. I wouldn't want to get that in their minds at all, that there's a chance this game won't be played. I You've got to go forward with, we're playing this game, get ready to go down there, and then if something happens, you can make a change. But uh, it's kind of weird to say that. You know, get it in their heads. You may not have to worry about this game. Agreed. But I guess he wants to let the fans know. So. Well, I think he's trying to say the ACC needs to make sure that this is not a problem. Like, I, they've got the same concerns that we talked about with that Florida might have had if they were playing the game on Saturday, and that is uh, support personnel, you know, mm-hmm. um, cops and everything, and, um, you know, EMS people. And, uh, and again, they're, they would have to fly down in what could be a just terrible weather, and I'm sure they're going to say, well, why would, I don't want to do that. I guess you could drive from Winston-Salem, but that wouldn't be fun. Driving's never fun. No, it isn't. And I tell you what, here's the biggest sucker in the world. I'm going to tell you this story real quick. We don't have any calls, so it's okay. I can tell as long as I want. Yeah, you're good. My friend Steve Hummer, who is one of the best writers in the country, and I think um, it's he retired like I did because we went to college together here at the University of Florida. He writes for the AJC. But they still send him to games because the uh, other columnist doesn't want to travel and so he says, yeah, I'm actually going to Missouri this weekend. I'm like, you're an idiot. I said, you, that is the dumbest thing you've ever done. He goes, why? I go, have you ever been there? He goes, no. I said, first of all, you got to stay in St. Louis. Yeah, that's great. I can go to a great restaurant. Yeah, but then it's a 730 game. You're going to be getting in your car to drive home at like 2 in the morning because you're going to re- stay late. You have no deadline because mm-hmm. of everything. Plus, I told him about the press box with separate for home and visitors – you never see the other home, the other writers. You never see yeah. the media guys, um, and the way we everybody catches their arm. Windows on the hooks. don't open. Yeah, we get banged by the hooks. I got every. It's not just me who can't see. It, everybody's like comes away from that with bruises. I said it's the most. And then the uh, post game is terrible. They put a little tent up, and you know you sit in these. So I said, why would you go to that? He goes, you know where else I'm going? Starkville. <laughs> If you've never been, it's good to go experience it one time and see it. I I, I have experienced there. it. It's like Godfather Part Three. I experienced it. You I went back for more. Now I, I I said no. That was a big mistake. It was as bad as I remember. So that's probably how he'll feel too. I told him I, agree. It's, I it's, want a full scouting report on your experience Sunday. And they get a flight out like at seven in the morning, and they're going to get back to their room probably at three in the morning because yeah, it's two be, hours. It is. Um, did you hate that trip as much as I did? I you had, I mean, you had the luxury of flying with the team. We still had to fly to St. Louis because the airport was closed last year. That's right, it was. So we still had to go all the way to St. Louis anyway. But did you stay in Columbia? Yeah, always. Even for baseball, you obviously stay right there. So it's not bad. Stay no. by the stay by the mall. A lot to walk around. We and never do. could get in to any place in Columbia except the last year we we. Uh, Somehow got into a residence inn, and it, that was a, that trip wasn't as bad as the other ones. But book it earlier. You know it's on the schedule. I look. Here's what I used to do. Robbie and I would be driving to a bowl game. It, it could be like an 08 national championship. It could be Birmingham Bowl. We'd be going to, or 
Citrus Bowl, Outback Bowl, we'd be driving to the bowl game, and I literally would sit there on my computer and book all of our rooms for the next year's games. That would be the way to pass time, but it also would be good to get them in early. Yeah. But Missouri and Starkville and Tuscaloosa, you cannot stay there. And you guys stayed in Birmingham for those games too, right? No. You didn't stay in Tuscaloosa. No, no. you did We did. Um, Emmett Smith's son, EJ, out for the year, got hurt. He is out at Stanford if – you guys and gals didn't know that, so I did not know that. Big, uh, big news there, and he was having a nice little start to uh, to the year. So, no more EJ this I, year. I saw where uh, we got a break. Okay, don't good. tell another story. All right, save it. I got it. Okay, I'm, ho- I'm gonna hold it. All right, hold hold it. Just don't hold your pee because that's a long time. Okay. All right, be right back here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set roll sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hour two here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardozo. We are bracing for the hurricane, as everybody else is. Games are being affected all over the place. Even the Braves Mets are at least talking about the possibility of moving the games. I, that doesn't mean they're gonna, but they're, you have to. Everybody's got to monitor what's going on and figure out, you know, what's the best thing to do. So it is uh, certainly, and we just talked about. Um, you know, Dave Clawson at Wake Forest, and his quote was, I had it, and I lost it, but I'll find it. His direct quote was, um, hopefully the ACC makes the right decision, but we're not going out there and putting any down there and putting anybody at risk. So, I, you know, I, I understand what he's saying, but I just wouldn't want that mindset in my players' head, personally. That's my feeling. That's my opinion. Opinion. Yeah, I don't. I, don't know, I guess I I just wouldn't think of it that way. No, like I I mean I wouldn't. No, I mean from a player standpoint, like I wouldn't say, okay, well, I'm not going to practice hard now because we may not go play. So I don't know if I agree with eh, you. you. You're telling me you have the same mindset if you don't think you're going to play as you do if you do think you're going to play in terms of preparation for a game. I remember Javon Curse telling us once Tennessee week we don't drink that week. So I mean that's how big a game that was. Yeah, so they prepared good. <laughs> So if the game was, you might be postponed. Do you start drinking again, or? Yeah. But I, but I mean the the play, the coaches aren't going to let the players slack off and 
not do it just because the coach is saying that. He's, he's not like he's saying that to the team. And again, the players aren't listening at all to what the coaches say to the media. Now they may now nowadays with Twitter make read oh, yeah. that, but that's not all of a sudden. Oh my God, my coaches said I'm not gonna. We're not gonna play. Maybe so I'm not gonna practice I'm saying hard. It puts a seed. No. Yeah. Little seed. You water it. You nurture it. You love it. Next thing you know, it's a big, it's a full grown plant up there in your head. I disagree. Okay. Well, we disagree on a lot of things. Not really. Disagree on that. That's for sure. <laughs> Three nine two eight two five five. If you would like to call and be a part of things here on the uh, show, obviously uh, the game has gotten pushed back a little bit. We talked uh, ad nauseum yesterday about Florida and Tennessee, but there's still little bits and pieces that we can discuss when it's uh, all said and done. I tell you what's amazing is um, the quarterback that Hooker has become because, I mean, right now he's had, I see this stat from Wes Rucker, in 15 starts, nine of them in SEC play, 45 touchdowns, two interceptions. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, they're putting him in a good position. And, again, that goes back to – you take talent plus coaching. I, I've always said when people say it's it's not about the X's and O's, it's the Jimmy's and Joe's. That's what Ron Zook used to say all the time. Mm-hmm. I go, you're dead wrong. It's about both. And you've got to have both. You can be a great coach, but if you don't have enough players, it'll eventually catch up to you. That's what happened with Dan Mullen. If, you're, if you have great players and you're a lousy coach, it'll eventually catch up to you. You'll lose a game you shouldn't lose. Yeah, because in essence then, number one picks – the Tim Couches of the world, the Ryan Leafs of the world. Uh, yeah. It's the dude from LSU. I can't think Jamarcus of Russell. Jamarcus Russell's of the world. The five stars. That they would be legit. Yeah. yeah. Bobby Sablehouse didn't make it. He did not. He's made it in life, though. Yeah. But it, so, yeah, you, you never know. And, and things have to go your way. I mean, if Tom Brady gets drafted by the Cleveland Browns instead of the New England Patriots, Oof. do you think that – he ever even maybe gets an would, opportunity. You may not even know who he was. Right. So it's there's a lot of times where breaks help you. You gotta yeah, you gotta go to the right place with the right people and the right people around you and the people uh, you know, all the uh all the NFL guys are looking for and actually I think with NBA and major league baseball too, you gotta have the right combination of GM and owner. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got an owner who's not supportive and doesn't do things the right way, the, the GM's not gonna matter. But if you have an owner, you still got to have a, the right GM who knows what he's doing and gets the right people in there. So, uh, but yeah, you got to have everything. I mean, that's the thing, and that's what Billy Napier is trying to do. Florida doesn't have everything right now, player wise, and X's and O's wise, they're still getting to know their team four games into coaching them. So this will all come. But I'm just saying, you got to have them both. If they don't have good coaches, it ain't going to matter how good the players are. Yeah, and and for those of you still questioning the the fourth downs and field goal ranges and all that other stuff, pretty cool stat. So the Gators have had five times this year where it's been fourth and less than three when they have actually been in field goal range, and they have converted on four of the five. So the one they didn't convert was, of course, the the one at the 20-yard line on that first drive. They went down there. So so think about that. So Napier's not kicking field goals. So five times he's been in field goal range on fourth down, fourth and less than three, and he's made four of those. 
So you could have five field goal attempts, but none of those have been field goal attempts. So that's the mindset that he has, folks, and that's what he's going to continue to do and operate and well, go about. Jeff, it's just like what you But you, I think you but look at those numbers. Yeah. Like you you could say, you know, I don't have I don't have Evan McPherson back there. I got some guy that was a walk on and, you know, maybe not all that good, but I mean he's got a nice leg. But would you rather put it in his foot to kick a field goal or in Anthony Richardson's hands to go get you two or three yards? Exactly. Well I think I'd rather do that. Well, yeah. Like when McElwain had Pinheiro, he, I mean, once yeah, they got the past the 50, he was, he was setting it up for a field goal. And I think that was actually to their detriment. Sure. But um, look, here's the bottom line. I may not agree with everything he did. I may not agree with the two point conversion, but this is who your coach is. And I would tell Gator fans, in my opinion, even though I didn't agree with some of the things, you better jump behind this guy because this train's taken off. And it's going to be interesting. And people who want to, you know, shoot him down and say terrible things, uh, which they've been doing, especially the last couple of weeks before this Tennessee game, um, this is where Florida is going. And it's got a different breed of coach, more like Spurrier than he was like the last three guys. No doubt. In terms of of being, having the colonies, you know, Mm -hmm. to get it done. All right. See what uh, Rick's got for us today. Hey, Rick, welcome. Hey, fellas, long time no talk to. Hope yes, you sir. guys are doing well. Um, yeah, I'm sitting out here north of Tampa, waiting for Ian to do whatever he's going to do. Listen to you guys and nice thinking about thinking. Yeah, oh yeah, the calm before the storm, brother. <laughs> there you go. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. You know. When I was a kid, about. when I was a kid, there was a hurricane that went through St. Augustine. And I actually mowed the yard in the in the eye of the hurricane because it was the most beautiful, serene, calm thing I'd ever been through. But the lawn needed mowing because there had been so much rain. So I was out there, Jeez. had to get it done before the, the back of, end of the eye came through. <laughs> uh, interesting, interesting. Well, fellas, I think we're going to grow as a good team here. I think last week boated well. I want to talk about the Tennessee fans' behavior real quick for a second and then move on from that. You know, Pat, you've been around a long time. And before Spurrier, the Gator fans really had to eat Miami Hurricanes garbage back in their heyday. Florida State, Gator fans ate a lot of uh, crow. And then when Spurrier showed up, the Gator fans kind of started paying them back. And a lot of people don't understand why Gator fans are where they are. Well, Tennessee yelling the F-bomb at the Gator fans up there. Well, next year, they're not going to show up in the swamp with a 24-year-old veteran quarterback that's been around the block a million times. And it's going to be year 200 Billy Napier. And I I figure next year there's going to be some good payback coming. And I wouldn't want to be a Tennessee volunteer fan visiting the swamp. And this is directed at the guy you hung up on last week for being one of them volunteer idiots up there. So I'm looking forward to next year in the swamp for Tennessee to come. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the year of this team growing and maybe the defense getting a clue and play some of them young guys on defense. Bring Wilson in, give him a shot. He can't do no worse than the guys that are doing on the back end now. Yeah, they. I mean, they've they've had a lot of true freshmen that have played this year, a lot. McClellan's played a lot. Um, 
what uh, the corner has played a lot. I can't, I can't think of his name. Devin Moore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they, he's played well. Yeah, they played. They played a bunch of the freshmen. They they don't have any any qualms about playing those guys at all. So um, and they played pretty well. Yeah. What was it they played the week before last? I heard somebody say they played forty four fresh freshmen and sophomores, and they're playing the true freshmen as well. Yeah, I mean it's a very young team. The problem that Florida has, really, to me, is that. The older players they have, some of them are playing the same way they played last year, and that is that is hurting them on defense, especially. Yeah, why did we let Hopper go? And even Diabate, he was not always in the right spot, but man, he was a tackling machine like Miller. How how did we let those two guys slip through the grasp? And, and well, I mean that, that's that's up to them. That wasn't up to. You yeah, know, Billy Napier. I and, think the, and, the coaching change certainly had a, an influence on that. And then, I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, Napier didn't want to get rid of anybody, but when you discuss some stuff with them and you start to get an understanding of where their heads at and you know what they expect them to be, Napier didn't come in here and promise anybody anything. And some guys got butt hurt by that. that. No, and I think Hopper was knew when Ventrell was coming back. He he was yeah, kind of like, I need to go somewhere. I need to go somewhere. Diabati, I don't know what the whole story was there. The one I'm wondering about is Mincy. Why did why he left, he graded out the best. He hasn't given up a sack as a left tackle yeah. on Hooker all year, which uh, Hooker's very elusive, but still, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and I, I, when he left, I wasn't even that, you know, okay, that could be a problem, but I, you didn't think it would be. But he's, he's, well, he was I, the one waving the flag on Saturday. I, I'm impressed with Napier and – I mean, I, I'm guilty of the McElwain and Muschamp Kool-Aid. Really, I was I was more disappointed in Will than I was McElwain. I just thought Will would come to Florida and do a good job, and he stunk. Yeah, well, he had one good year out of four. Um, one miracle year. Well, I don't know. They were a pretty good team. They won 11 games. They were, they were one play away from going to the national championship, so – but I mean that team was was a really good team, but he Will's problem was he couldn't he couldn't stop protecting his defense because he was still a defensive guy in the end, mm-hmm. and he's a great defensive coach. But he couldn't stop protecting it, and so his offense didn't take chances, and that's where his downfall was. Yeah, but I'm I, well, I'm with you. I thought Will would do fine here, and. And after the second year, it looked like he was going to too. But I, I really like Will a lot. I still like him a lot. I, I like him, and I be honest, I was excited when I, I remember seeing it come across the screen. The new Florida coach is going to be Will Muschamp, and I thought, hot damn, we got a good coach. And that that one, I just I found it hard to believe he struggled at Florida. I just did. Yep, and again, a guy who you know went to high school here and everything, knew knew the swamp, knew the Gators. But first of all, he had to clean up the mess. I mean, that was, I mean, the way he tells the story was that when he got when he went to his office for the first day of work, Bernie Matchin sitting mm-hmm. in the chair, and he goes, "You got to clean this thing up. It's it's a disaster." And the way he tells the story, Urban Meyer told him the program is broken, so he had to deal with all that. Um, and, you know, Will's such an emotional guy, you know, like when he threw Janoris Jenkins off the team. I, I'm not saying he was wrong to do that. 
but you know it didn't help their their cause that's for sure yeah yeah well i'm excited to see us go forward maybe the defense can find a pulse and maybe this game this week and give them a tune up and fill up and maybe we can turn the tide on losing to missouri i tell you that's i never i how do we lose the freaking missouri that that's one of my big stumbling questions Maybe you don't give the game away. I'm going to hang up and enjoy listening. God bless you guys. All right, Rick. Stay safe down there. Yep, appreciate it. Um, yeah, well, they found different ways, but I mean, certainly, um, they, um, you know, they Missouri won the league or the East two of the, those first two years, and that they had a good team. They had really good players. I don't think they're as good now. The way they lost last year was ridiculous. Yeah, that was the bad. Finally, the defense shows up to play, and, and offense can't do anything. Can't do anything. Um, but and then there was a one game where um, they had the Georgia hangover. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And just got. I think they gave up like eight, 112 yards of offense and got killed. Yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, for so sure. They find ways, uh, and it's almost like the way that Tennessee would always find a way to lose to Florida. That's right, Porter. What's up? Not much. Um, a couple. Of the, any any word on the FSU home game and the US, uh, the USF home game? Or- USF has moved to uh, USF has moved to FAU. They're playing the game at down in Boca. Okay, I think I'm at UCF, but um, I don't know. I was just looking. I haven't heard seen anything on UCF, but uh, SMU at UCF. I think it's on the pool sheet. That's all. <laughs> I was wondering. Um, uh, help me. Who was our other loss to in 2001? I know we lost to Tennessee when the game was moved after, because of 9/11. Auburn. At the end, but we lost to Auburn. Okay, I could. I for some reason I I could not remember that. It was out there, and uh, just did. There was a week after they played LSU, and Rex Grossman just was unbelievable. And Spurrier was talking really highly of him, and I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> that could be a problem." Because he never did that about his quarterbacks during the season. But um, yeah, and they went out there, and they just didn't play good. Ernest Graham was out for that game too. He's out for two games. They lost them both. Yeah, oh Darnell, that's right, Darnell Doc. I'd forgotten about that. And you know, the defense was what lost the game against Tennessee. But still, the offense we had to pass the ball, and we couldn't give the defense a rest. And I think if Ernest Graham's out there, it could have been a different story. Whatever, who, uh, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Um, you're talking about Jimmys and Joes and the X's and O's. It's definitely both. Um, we, we, I think Mullen proved that neither doesn't work. You know, we know that much. Well, um, he is a great offensive coach, but I don't think he had a great defensive coach, but. He was a. He, there's no question. Mullen knew what he was doing, calling plays, uh, but didn't recruit. And you got to have players. I think he didn't. I think he progressively didn't get the most out of his players as as he was here. But anyway, but he just he just let them let them get away with stuff. He he just he wasn't. That could, yes, that was the problem. That, that could be because that that would fit with, with you know back when he was with Meyer. You know, the inmates were running the asylum to a degree, but mm-hmm. I think there was just enough reining them in that wouldn't hear. Maybe that's a good point I hadn't thought about. Well, lastly, I, uh, the Jimmys and Joes, I don't know. Spurrier won at Duke, and they probably had better talent at Duke than they were used to having, but I don't think Duke had better talent than the Virginia Techs and the, you know, my, or I don't know, Miami wasn't there, but FSUs and so, so forth in that period, you know, and certainly we brought, we had plenty of talent, but, you know, FSU and Tennessee in the 90s, um, you know, had had great talent, and like they always joke about. I don't know what happens to those guys when they get to Georgia. You know, they always they have the, the talent supposedly. So well, they, they didn't have, the, have good coaches. The X is right. The X's of those do matter you know, oh. big time. You know, so I don't want to wipe that off. Um, anyway, go Gators. Be safe, everybody out there. All right, Porter. Thank you.
Yeah, I mean, you got you got to have both. I mean, Spurrier is one of the almost freakish that the way he was able to win at Duke with the same guys that had already been there. Um, yeah, but you're also then there. Then you're running something different that nobody was used yeah, to seeing. Nobody had seen it. So that's that's why you do it. But nowadays, I mean, I think it's a little bit different. You do have to have those players. Yeah, but it's not like Spurrier won a national title at Duke. Correct. He did win the ACC. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, know. and did a great job of of doing so. But no, I and and I was even of that mindset. You know, probably before I saw what happened with Mullen. Yeah. Like, I understand how you would feel that way. Like I, I never felt that way. Like, I just, I would get to the point where, no, I mean, Mullen can coach him up pretty good. Like, this is going to be fine. But then when Kirby built what he did and obviously what Saban has established, then you can't compete with those guys if you don't have the same type of talent. That's the way it goes. And that, that said, uh, I know you're not a big fan of Kirby as a coach, but I think as a defensive coach, he's, oh, he's tremendous. Great. So he's got the right guy in there to be his quarterback or his offensive coordinator in Munkin. He really knows what he's doing. And he's freed him up to do whatever you want, too. That's a big factor. All right. We've got to get a break. We'll do that. More calls coming in. We'll uh, get them on our Titan MRI hotline next. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, I'm Alex Moraski. The Tampa Bay Rays start their three-game series against the Cleveland Guardians tonight. You can hear that live here starting at 6 p.m. Florida Gators announced today that its matchup against Eastern Washington that was scheduled for Saturday, October 1st, has been rescheduled for Sunday, October 2nd due to Hurricane Ian. All Saturday tickets will still be honored on Sunday. Gators Women's Soccer has also been moved to Thursday. They will play against South Carolina at 7 p.m. Gainesville High School Football and P.K. Young will both play their football matches tonight. Gainesville High School will play against Menendez starting at 6, while P.K. Young will face Santa Fe. I'm Alex Maraski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget to tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. 
Yo, I'm back, baby. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you probably have the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. Since the sports here on campus seem to sparkle all the time, well, why don't you follow suit and sparkle in the stands? Oaks Jewelry has become as popular as the new coaching staff has in just a short time, and they've got rose gold, white gold, yellow gold, watches, purses. Let's just put it this way. They've got something special that is perfect for you at a price that's as awesome as a Gator victory. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. So go see it for yourself. It's right across the street from the Oaks Mall, not far at all. Or you can check them out online at oaksjewelry.com. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. The future is now. Return home to take on Eastern Washington. To the 10, to the 5, chop, 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 Kickoff is set for noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with pregame coverage starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. So you think that on Sunday we'll see people showing up in their church clothes for the game because they'll go to church and then right to the to the game? I would think they would just change. No, I'm just trying to make a joke there. That's why they don't play games in Southern. But that was back in the day. Everybody wore suits, right? Yeah, they did. My dad like said. Baseball games. Yeah. See all those old pictures like when Babe Ruth's out there. My dad just, I mean, they came down here in like 52 so he told me they used to uh, – you could bring your own alcohol in to the games and that he had a friend, it was actually uh, Billy Latsko's uh, grandfather, I think it is, um, who was lived right down the street from us. And he would bring in literally like a, a cooler full of uh, martinis and <laughs> plop it down next to the seat next to him, drink martinis the whole game. Jeez. Now that would be pretty cool. It would be. I have to say. All right, let's get back to the phones. J.D. joins us next. Hey, J.D. Hey, uh, Jeff. Uh, freshman in 66, we wore coats and ties. but the Really? Coat was, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the coat, uh, you know, you had probably two flasks in there, you know, <laughs> the old plastic flask. And, uh, oh, yeah, I remember the first game uh, Northwestern when I was a freshman. Uh, and uh, I, I – 
I limped out of that game. I don't I think I made it back, but barely. So uh, well, it was anyway, also pretty hot. One o'clock it game. It was hot. Yep. It was hot, and you went sitting over there in the student section, which was on the other side. You know, down. Uh, well, you remember, Pat? It was down on, just flip flop from where it is now. Yeah. And uh, uh, anyway, uh, you guys were talking about uh, Kirby and and uh, having talent and being able to coach. Um, I'm not sure how great a coach he, he is either, but. He's got Will Muschamp coaching defense as a co-coordinator, and I don't know who the other part of that co is. But and then he's got Todd Munkin, uh, you know, an ex NFL guy coaching the offense. So um, that's that. Maybe going forward, I mean, I, I'm all on board with Napier too. I'm I'm all all in. But uh, you know, when you look at Saban and all those cast of thousands he's got and uh you know his offensive coordinator defense field, you wonder you know maybe somewhere down the line whether we still have the two offensive line coaches and we we don't have a real offensive coordinator uh anyway what i really wanted to talk about you guys were talking about yesterday i caught, caught in on one guy and i and i know i'm pretty sure who it is you guys were talking about it earlier on defense numbers numbers zero, one, and two. So my guess is one of those three had to sit for a while, and I'm guessing probably number one, maybe number zero. No, uh, you got it. it was definitely number zero if, if zero truly is a number. but uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, zero is a number. And was he the one that didn't cover the, on the two? Yeah, on the two yes. plays? Oh, my goodness. Uh, and, and so he, here, here we're, we're sitting here talking about having talent. That guy was a, a four-star recruit. Um, two was a four-star recruit, and one was a five-star. Uh, so you know, there's more to it than these stars and stuff like that. And those guys have been around for a long, long time. And add to that now, I don't. I, I hate to. Those are kids, but 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 number eight, uh, our, our defensive tackle. Uh, people are projecting him as an NFL guy. Do y'all see that? Is anybody seen that? I mean, I don't see him. At, 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 he made an interception a game ago or two games ago, maybe, on a deflection. But what are you, what are you seeing? And then what are you seeing on the other side? I see number nine who's a freshman, and I, he looks like he's playing his tail off. Um, but comments on that? Well, look, I, I and and Jeff made a good point yesterday that. Dexter is certainly getting double teamed a lot, and and the reason is because they don't have to worry too much about the other tackle, no matter who's in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's part of the problem. But I he is getting double teamed a lot, but he has been no factor this season. And I he even tweeted out, "I got to do better." But I mean, um, I again, I don't watch. I haven't watched a tape. I haven't you know or, of the game or anything. I just know that when you watch a game, and it seems like he's invisible that offenses are able to take him away from it. But, um, you know, he, he's still, he's very talented player, but, um, they've got, um, they've got some real deficiencies on defense and, you know, Shane Matthews all summer was talking about the front seven, front seven, front seven. Right. And the trouble is they've got a front one. They got Ventral Miller and then a bunch, a bunch of guys who aren't playing well and that aren't that good. And, and it seemed to me, uh, and I, I don't know anything, what I know, but it seemed to me we got stuck with 21 in there 
at nose tackle or, or tackle, and and Tennessee was going so fast we couldn't sub him out. Did, did, did that? Am I wrong? I mean, he looked like he got stuck in there and we couldn't get him out of the dang game. Yeah, no, that was I mean, that was part of the the issue that what was going to happen, and, and Florida knew that. I think there was just they were trying to be strategic and when he was going to be in there, and when when he was not going to be in there. It's just it's just part of what they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he got stuck in there for a whole series, uh, not a whole series, a, well, a whole Tennessee offensive series, mm-hmm. and they were going so dang fast, but sure. they couldn't get him out. You know, they could. So he was stuck on there. Okay, guys. Well, I, I mean, you know, just uh, this defense. I, 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 oh gosh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, we do have hope on offense because we saw it last Saturday, but 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 this defense, I I don't know. They'll they'll, they'll get better, JD. I, I hope so. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It can't get worse. It's true. We it know can. that. By see the what, way, when you see these are the top two trending items on Twitter, Jim Cantori and Publix, you know there's a hurricane coming. Yes, but you do. <laughs> Gordon's next. Hey, Gordon. What's up, guys? A <clears throat> um, couple of quick things. Uh, yeah, 21 was uh, kind of stuck in there, and I was jokingly calling him. He was kind of like a roundabout, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because so, one thing that happens at a roundabout is that you don't have to stop; um, you just go around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, um, but uh, you know, I thought that uh, you know we had some troubles on defense. But one thing I wanted to ask about um, specifically to Napier was: is he obviously? I mean, we went for it what six times on fourth down. Um, you know, we're we're kind of you know we went for two a lot. Obviously, there was a questionable kind of addition that was going on with that but is that a result of is he one of these analytics guys like did he do this a lot at um at his previous stop over there in louisiana like is he he's yeah very very much so um he's got a chart he's actually has a couple of guys on the staff that that's like their entire job is to do that kind of thing and and they discuss it they prepare it i mean he's so prepared at every little thing and you know maybe you can outthink it. I think both Pat and I agree that the the two point conversions there late in the game. I mean, there's no reason to do it if it's taking you from eleven to nine. Now certainly ten to eight would have made a huge difference. Oh yeah, but I'd have been all for it. But then I'd have been like all for it if no... they if they got it and then came back and won the game. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like it would. I just felt like that made zero mathematical football sense. And I mean, listen, I do the work that I do. I do a lot of analytics and statistics and. Certainly, you know, there's there's certainly use for that, but there's also some common sense, you know. Yeah, like, um, well, that's, you know, that's and, my argument. Like, common sense would tell me don't try to return any more kickoffs. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, I mean, I've, I've uh, everybody that I've been watching games with all year has been like, why are we even attempting it? Mm-hmm. Um, 16.3 I mean, it yards sense. per return so far. We're, it's awful. We're starting at the less than the 20-yard line, I would say, half the time. But anyway, um, okay, I was just wondering because, I mean, going forward on fourth down in your own, you know, inside your own 30 is almost unheard of. Um, I mean, I understand. I the saw Spurrier do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I mean, I mean, here and there. And that's, well, that's where, you know, again, I, you, maybe you weren't listening, Gordon, but there's he's he's had four or, excuse me, five times where he's had fourth down and less than three, and they've been in field goal range. And he hasn't kicked it in any of those, but he's gotten the the first down on four of the five. Now the one he didn't get was Tennessee. So on that first drive, or you, you know, you kick a thirty-five yard field goal and you get three points. But I think that's just the way he's going to be. And I think I think 
the Tennessee is probably an outlier because he knew he wasn't going to stop Tennessee. They need to score as many points as possible, and that's the way he was going to do it. I, I would assume that yeah, he wouldn't do in the a same different type of game thing against Eastern Washington, and certainly not against Missouri. Sure, whose offense is yeah. Not go been take good take year. the three yeah. against Missouri once you yeah. get down the field. But remember earlier in that drive too, you, you mentioned on the thirty yard line he went for it on yeah. that first drive on the thirty, right. and they got it. So they wouldn't even have been in that spot to get it if they didn't get it the first time. On the two-pointer, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but I mean, let's say we we kick those extra points instead, and now we're only down three with the onside kick, and instead of having to throw a Hail Mary, we just needed, you know, to get to the 30-yard line. I mean, I just but you also kind of basic football, that's stuff that, like, you wouldn't pull in, you know, if you're playing Madden. Correct. So I just, I feel like it's kind of like that part was just kind of, I mean, it literally could have cost us the game, and in a way, kind of did cost us the ability to at least try to tie the game. And, and Gordon, I thought the same thing, but then when you think about it, then Tennessee probably plays it differently. I mean, that's they why that's get, why they the ran ran it a bunch of times yeah, and probably didn't go for first nine, downs. Yeah. yeah, they knew that I don't have to get more points; that they're going to have to score twice, and it's not going to be a big deal. So right. I, I think by him doing that changed the way Tennessee played it. And who knows, if he doesn't do that, and that's what they do, they kick the extra point, Tennessee does something different and, and it doesn't even matter, and you get to that point. So you never yeah. know how it's going to play out, but I, I think we all agree with you. Yeah, okay. All right, well, thanks, guys, and a uh, good show. All right, thank you. We yeah, gotta... I mean, uh, math, common sense, we can make – but sure. again, again, we can agree to disagree. I think Napier's doing a wonderful job, but yes. I, I didn't agree with that one decision. All right, we've got to get another break. We'll do that, come back in – Keep it rolling. About 20 minutes to go here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update we continue to monitor Hurricane Ian in the Storm Center. A tropical storm watch is in effect from Gainesville northward. A tropical storm warning in effect for the Nature Coast, east to Marion County, and northeastward toward the First Coast. Cloudy skies tonight, increasing wind gusts tomorrow, and an increasing chance for passing showers and storms. Then Ian's rain shield should move through our area Thursday into Friday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. The Browns could be 3-0. and And you got Jacoby Brissett. Like, he's not a long-term answer, but he does know his role. And that is, I'm here until Deshaun Watson comes back. But if they can continue the trend through the next eight weeks, you bring Watson, Cleveland's going to get your attention. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we're back, and uh, Jeff, how about this? The NCAA reportedly, according to Football Scoop, and they're pretty reliable, considering restarting the clock after incomplete passes. Really? Really? Yeah, they're considering it. Um, and apparently Greg Sankey has mentioned this before, that they're they're thinking about that because they want to, again, get into that kind of tighter window. You know, that game Saturday was four hours. And they don't want to do they they don't want four hour games. You would think they they would like to have it, but they they want to kind of get into that NFL model where the games are over and you move on to the next window of games. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like it's just totally changing college football if you do something like that, and not not as exciting because no, there's a lot of other things I would change yeah. in college football. First, one you can advance the ball on a onside kick. How about fewer timeouts? No, because TV has to get their money. About, yeah, and, the, and the teams have to be able less to... Less commercials? Yeah, but then you... I mean, don't you want your school to get all that revenue? Right, and that's so what... you're not going to do When that. everybody complains about noon games, I always tell them, I said, you can have all the noon games you want, just not have as many games on TV and not as much money and not as much... And I, I would like the rule of having, if nobody touches you, to be able to get up like no. they do in the NFL. Yeah. Now, that, you know what that would cause... What? More reviews. No, was he down or not? 
Right. No, it wouldn't. He's not Did down. somebody touch him? Did they get a fingernail on him? You know, so when he while he was on the ground before he got up. You're just going to add to the reviews. I'm for taking reviews away. Tell everybody to get more pedicures. Or they manicures. What's the hand? Manny? Manicures. Manny, right? Manny is hand, petty is foot. Yeah, I had a I actually got a pedicure a couple really? of years ago. Yeah. Feel my, good? Uh it was right after my dad passed and um my daughter other daughter was in town, Jennifer, and uh they decided to take me out and get a pedicure. It was yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Massage your feet. Yeah, they had put hot rocks on it and everything. Can't beat that. No. David's next. What's up, David? Uh, you guys are going to get a call from Tennessee Mike now that you're talking about that, uh, <laughs> that time thing. Because <laughs> he called Steve about it earlier today. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> but I, I I don't like it because I, from my understanding is, uh, first of all, I, I'm with you guys. Kinda, I don't know. It takes away some of the excitement of the game if you start stopping the clock uh, or start running the clock, you know, an incomplete pass. And they said it was only going to save like four minutes or something. I'm like, okay. The four-hour games are because of the commercials, okay, the long commercials. Sure. And, you know, so it, to me it makes no – you know what? And you're not going to take away from because they're paying the f- the freight for all the stuff that we're seeing. Exactly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm saying, you know, you start doing stuff to save five minutes, that makes no sense to me. No, um, I would agree with you on that. <laughs> but uh, And then on the two-point conversion thing, did you uh, did, did y'all, uh, see the uh, press conference? With with Billy, because he was asked about it twice during that press conference. Yeah. And the second time, the second time he got asked about it, he seemed a little perturbed. Yeah, his attitude kind of was, and I got no problem with this, but his attitude was, "You guys don't know everything I know." Sure. And I understand. I've dealt with coaches like that before. Some I'm doing in a belligerent way, and some I'm doing in the right way. Yeah, he's he's so thorough and I mean just meets about everything is so just detail oriented about every little thing. I mean there's there's a reason why he's doing all that and obviously if if we as media members or fans or anybody else is going to question it then I mean he he should have a problem with it because I mean that he he's going to stick to his guns. Like that's what his belief in. He wants to win more than anybody else that's a part of Gator Nation. And he's going to do whatever it takes to try to win and and do the best things to make that happen. Absolutely, and and you know it's all you know the way he said it was all about statistics, analytics, and you know and he also I don't know if you, if anybody or I'm sure some people caught it, but he also kind of said that uh, if it came down to the end of the game in in that in that game and it was kick an extra point to tie it or go for two to win it, he would he would have went for two to yeah, win he, it. Yeah, he wanted nothing to do with overtime against those guys, and no. that was part of the reason. And, and a little bit of that, Jeff, Don't we talked about this yesterday. Florida ran 84 plays in a game, and I think Kentucky ran – or Tennessee ran 70. Mm-hmm. So that that was a long, long game. And what is Florida's biggest problem? Lack of depth. So you, if, yep. if, yeah, if you're going. trying to find a, and, I, and again, I understand his reasoning. I just don't agree with it. But he is trying to find a way to get out of there yep. and not go to overtime. Sure. Yep. I hear you. All right. Appreciate it, guys. All right, David. Thank you. Let's snag uh, Lou next. Hey, Lou. Hey. So I had a quick question. I had a comment on Napier. I think you know all these uh, fussy comments about uh, his calls and this and that. I think people also have to keep in mind that. Um, that he's trying to mold these players to develop them, you know what I mean? And that's a, you know, that's a recruiting point um, on these players. So it's not all about winning the game for the fans it is. 
but like um, like you guys alluded to, there's just different dimensions to coaching. And he's a coach, and that's what he's going to do. He's, you know, yeah, he wants to win the games, but um, but he has to develop the players too, and he also has to develop the program. And like you guys have been saying, you know, it's going to take time. Uh, but but you're right. He's putting add, a mindset into these guys too yeah. about here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to go for the jugular, especially on the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like Anthony Richardson. You know, he's he's a incredible athlete. Um, but um, you know, it, it's a team effort. It's just not one one individual or a couple of real good individuals, and then um, you know, uh, it is. Uh, an all right team, you know what I mean? It's going sure. to be imbalanced. So, you know, you just can't put too much um, pressure on, on key players and then, you know, just, you know, run, run, them, run them ragged uh, early on in the season on top of that or early on in the development of the program. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's um, I don't know. I don't think it's the right um, mindset. I think, you know, long-term is the best, and that's what Napier is thinking. Also, next year we're going to, you know, you guys have been saying we're going to have a good uh, recruiting class or whatnot. So we're going to be a lot better. But what I wanted to ask, what are the chances and what has to develop or what has to take place for us to play, play Utah in a possible bowl game, knowing that Utah wants to avenge that loss to us? And uh, to be honest, as, as a Gators fan, I wouldn't mind seeing it in a, in a small bowl game. Also knowing that um, we play them next year with, new players, more developed players at their home stadium. So it'll be like a holy trinity. Anyway, I'll take a, I'll take I'll take that I'll take that comment off the air. Okay, Lou, thank you. Appreciate that. Um I I don't think it would happen because they wouldn't want to again have them face each other that much cuz then you're technically facing them in a bowl game and then the first game of the next year and that's just not something they would do. Plus all the way the scenarios work out and the way the uh you know, you have to play this certain conference. If you're in this conference, there's a, a lot of things that would have to happen before a top team in that conference would face a middle tier in the SEC. So, doubt it would happen. All right, we got to get one final break, so we'll do that. Come back and wrap things up. You're listening to the Tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, I'm Alex Moraski. The Florida Gators announced today its matchup against Eastern Washington that was scheduled for Saturday, October 1st, has been rescheduled for Sunday, October 2nd due to Hurricane Ian. All Saturday tickets will still be honored on Sunday. The Tampa Berries start their three-game series against the Cleveland Guardians tonight. You can hear that game live here starting at 6 p.m. Gainesville High School football will play against Menendez tonight. Kickoff is at 6 p.m while P.K. Young will play against Santa Fe tonight. Gators Women's Soccer has also been moved to Thursday. They will play South Carolina at 7 p.m. I'm Alex Moraski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it is a one-stop party shop. You're going to get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. In over three decades of jewelry retailing at other places, John DiSapatino has never been able to offer his customers what he can today at International Diamond Center. The amount of inventory here is unbelievable. A lot of people go on Pinterest looking for that perfect ring, and you know what? 99% of the time, we're going to have it for That's because IDC has designer rings other stores only wish they could offer, like Takori, Viraggio, Kirk Tara, A. Joffe, Henry Dossie, and other very exclusive names. We were selected in the industry to be able to carry these top designers. This is what women are asking for. This is what they're talking to their friends, and this is what they're looking for, and we're able to deliver that. If you still can't find the right look, IDC can also custom design a ring for you using the latest technology. I have people that have a little sketch they drew on a napkin. We can sit down, design it out for you, basically take your dreams and turn them into reality. International Diamond Center, always doing whatever it takes to make you a raving fan and family for life. The smiles, the laughs, and the hugs that we get are bar none the best. At Celebration that's what it's all about, yep. Online at shopidc.com. Sportsy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. All right, we welcome you back. Just a few minutes left. Uh, the Rays will be on right after this. So if you want to keep uh, listening to WRUF, see if the uh, the Rays can score some runs. We know they'll pitch and play defense, but got to do that yeah. other thing. Well, it's perfect guy to have on with just about a minute and a half to go. His wife's used to that outcome. Copper Gator, what's up? Hey, I only had to, only had to work twice there, Jeff. I got two kids. Had a baby. That's it. <laughs> hey, uh, so... 
the, the ruling where the, the ball is going to be started back up, would that be when the ball was placed back into play, or would it automatically start when when the official made the whistle? The whistle is what I believe okay. it would be. And and is it correct that if you run out of bounds before the two-minute warning, the, the clock continues to run? It does, correct? which is weird. Yes. Which is that those are like the two that I would change when you guys were talking about it would be the on-field official getting the play reviewed from the booth, Mm -hmm. just standing there and listening to somebody watch it, not going over to a TV monitor halfway across the field, standing there for 20 minutes and then coming back out and make a decision. Just whatever the guy says in the booth says, that's what the review is and call today. And then that one right there, like if you go out of bounds at any time during the game, the clock stops like that. The two-minute warning shouldn't have an effect because how much time's lost during the game is is the wild part there. Exactly. Um, and then the last thing before uh, I know you guys got to catch the break is uh, what uh, what are the chances the Braves pass uh, the the Mets here coming up in this three-game series? And uh, we'll talk to you later, man. All right, appreciate it. Hopefully, good. We'll see how the boys are playing. I mean, it's almost identical, home away, everything else. So it'll be a fun matchup. But either way, just get them prepared for the postseason and. Get them when that happens. All right. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Again, Rays are next. No show tomorrow or Thursday for us, but we'll come back on Friday. Hopefully uh, the storm is through and we'll be able to do a show. We'll be out at the UF Hilton knocking that out and having a lot of fun getting you ready for a stellar weekend, hopefully, of uh, a lot of good stuff going on. But stay safe and uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. For Duels, I'm Dozo. Peace out. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are.